Garnet. Billy felt the cyclonic vision drawing him closer and closer, and his mind swam in the dizzying whirlpool. The stone reflected everything around him, even his worried face. As the eye's red glow deepened, Billy's features morphed. His ears grew long and pointed, and his mouth stretched out wide and toothy. Within seconds, the transformation was complete. I am a dragon! The knight appeared again from behind his shield, holding his bare arm away from his body. His sleeve had been scorched to ashes. An angry reddish-brown welt on his forearm oozed curling strings of smoke like the rising fumes of a cattle brand. Of course you're a dragon. Do you think me a fool? He raised his sword again. This time it cast a laser-like beam through its point, shooting high into the sky, and the knight tightened his jaw with renewed strength. I still fear you not, neither your fire from hell nor your demon wings. Wings? Did he say wings? Billy swung his head around. Wings! He tried flapping them. They worked. He flapped them harder, and he felt his body lift from the ground. Ten feet, twenty feet. He watched the shrinking knight wave his sword, but he could no longer understand his shouts. He squeaked like an enraged mouse, and his words scattered in the wind, becoming a ringing sound more like an alarm clock than a bellowing night. It slowly faded away like the sound of a tambourine in the hand of a dozing player. Billy flew higher and higher, until all light seemed to melt away, leaving him floating through a black canopy of calm. The air thinned to a bitter cold vacuum, and his wings flapped against nothingness, finding no air to grab to keep his body aloft. Without warning, they collapsed and shrank to the size of butterfly wings. Billy felt like an airborne penguin, frozen and flightless, and he dropped through the vacuum like a sock full of marbles. He flailed his arms, desperately trying to grab something, anything, to stop his fall. He tried to scream, but his voice died in the hollow void. Could anyone save him? Any second he would crash into trees or rocks below, breaking every bone in his body. He closed his eyes. He was falling, falling. Billy shot up to a sitting position. His eyes bulged to read the dim surroundings. He panted, his tongue hanging out like a thirsty spaniel's. Instead of the horrible, cold, falling sensation, he felt softness underneath and warmth over his legs. He sucked his tongue back in and groped through the covers with trembling fingers. With heavy gasps, he spat out words of relief. Oh, I'm in bed. Wow, it was just a dream. He rubbed his palms against his sweat-dampened cheeks. No scales. He craned his neck to get a glimpse of his back, and he tried to reach with his hands, but his tossing and turning must have twisted his pyjama top enough to restrict his motion. He jumped to his feet and tiptoed towards the light switch, dodging his half-finished pencil sketches, small wrinkled ghosts in the dawn's obscure glow. With an upward swipe he slapped at the wall. Missed. He slapped again. Ah, light! Billy squeezed his eyes shut and then blinked at the two bulbs in the ceiling fixture, 
With a series of one-footed hops and careful steps, he manoeuvred through his art-strewn room and headed for his mirror, almost afraid to look when he turned his back towards his reflection. He breathed a huge sigh of relief. No wings. A sweaty pyjama top clung to his shoulders, wrinkled and wet, but it lay flat against his otherwise bare skin. He remembered his fiery breath in the dream and smacked his hot, dry lips. I feel like I fried that night and ate him for breakfast. With his school clothes tucked under his arm, he shuffled down the hall towards the bathroom, thinking about the dream. It was already fading fast, like a fog chased away by a brilliant morning sun. Was it a night? I don't remember. Was I really a dragon? Still smacking his lips, he flicked on the light and looked around the bathroom countertop. Ah, uh, there's the mouth.